Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and thank you for joining us here at Global Real Estate School for another podcast. It is episode 191. That's right. Episode 191. We are almost at 70,000 downloads. I mean, it blows my mind because our podcast is really not that old. And here we are at almost 70,000 downloads. But I'm hearing from people all the time who love the podcast. It's helped them pass the real estate exam. And that's what it's all about. So if you are thinking about taking the real estate course, or you are in the middle of the real estate course, or perhaps you are an agent, you just want to stay on top of the definitions to to help you with your sales career, be sure and subscribe to the podcast. I want to tell you something on that very quickly, and then we'll get right into today's podcast. I remember when I had my salesperson's license, and I went back to broker school like a year later. At that time, you could go back to broker school fairly quick. And I went back, went to broker school, and I mean, things just started really clicking. I was like, you know, these definitions I forgot about, I'm using every day in the real world. And got my broker's license and opted to be a broker sales person in Missouri. That's what we call a person who does not want to be the designated broker. And so um, got my broker salesperson's license, worked for my mother, who was the broker. And I want to tell you something. That experience of getting my broker's license really helped me make more money as a salesperson. Because people would ask me questions, and I could answer those questions with confidence. And I guess the fact that I had a broker's license impressed people. And I remember several clients saying, we wanted to, we chose you, we wanted to list with you because you have a broker's license. And they were appreciative that I went back and got more education. So I'm telling you that story because we have a broker's course in Missouri and a couple of our other states we're working on, but we have a broker's course in Missouri and would love for you to check it out. If you are a salesperson and you are already licensed, you know what? You should go back and get your broker's license, and we can help you with that at Global Real Estate School. Well, I had a question come in today and through an email, one of the students just a few minutes ago, and they were asking me about, could you have two people listed with Poratreve, which is what we talk about in legal description, or in the, pardon me, not the legal descriptions, but in the ownership section of the course. And I know some people may say, wait a minute, John, you said Poratreve, isn't it Poratreve? I have actually no idea. I just know it's V-I-E at the end of it. I guess I could jump over here on my iPad and we could have Siri tell us, but V. I'll call it this time. It may be Pour Atreve. Um, They took phonics out of school when I was a kid, so that's I've been forever taunted with that. <laughs> and um, this person wanted to know, could, could you have more than one person? Now, remember, with a life estate, Pour Atreve means 
It's for the life of another. It's based on someone else's life. So if I gave you a life estate, you were the life tenant. I'm the grantor of the life estate. You own the life estate. You can sell it, take a loan out on it, do whatever you want to because you have that life estate. Now, when you die, it reverts right back to me in a simple life estate situation. We don't need to get into the complexities of why would someone want to buy a life estate if there's a chance that when that person dies, the life tenant dies, it reverts back to the grantor. I have no idea. It's the same reason people are out in Las Vegas spending lots of money at the gambling table right now. But you can sell it, lease it, do whatever you want to with it as the owner of the life tenant. But when you die, it reverts back to the grantor at the life estate. Unless there's a remainderman noted. So let's say I give you a life estate. You're, you are the life tenant. I'm the grantor of the life estate. And this time I name a remainderman, which might be one of your siblings. When you die, the property goes to your sibling because they are listed as the remaindermen. At that point, the life estate ceases. It ends. There's actually an exam question I've seen. It's a very good exam question, and it says, what interest does the remaindermen have then? So in other words, I grant you a life estate, and they, they give names, and it's a great big long paragraph, and I grant you a life estate. I'm the grantor, the the grantor of the life estate. I give you a life estate. You are the owner of the life estate. You can rent it. You can take a loan out on it. You could sell it to someone else, do whatever you want to. But when you die, that property is then going to revert to your sibling, who is the remainderman. You understand that? Now, again, you're probably saying, why would somebody want to buy something like that? We don't need to know that for the real estate exam. But what we need to know for the real estate exam is that when you die, the life estate ends and the property goes to the remainderman, who is your sibling. And the question on the exam after this great big long scenario wants to know what kind of interest does does the remainderman have? And they have a fee simple estate. They own it without any uh, strings. <laughs> the life estate's over. It's theirs as a fee simple uh, freehold estate, and there's no more life estate. It's over with. Occasionally, you could have Poratrave or Poratrave. For those of you who are getting upset with me because I'm mispronouncing it, I'll go both ways. And hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly one of the ways. <laughs> Poratrave or ve is based on the life of another, someone else. So let's go back to the scenario. I give you a life estate. I'm the grantor of the life estate. You are the life tenant. No remainderman is listed, but in this instance, I create a paratrave, or I add that with the life estate, based on your mother's life. When your mother dies, 
the property comes back to me. The life estate ends. See that? Paratrave. Paratrave. It's based on someone else's life. Okay? Now, you could have that same scenario with your sibling, the remainderman. So I grant you the life estate. Again, you're the life tenant. You can sell it, rent it, do whatever you want to with it, take a loan out on it. I'm the grantor of the life estate. I grant it to you. You're the life tenant. This time, we have paratrave based on your mother's life. So when your mother dies, the life estate would then go to your sibling, a remainderment, because we added a remainderment in there. I could also just grant you the life estate, and um, it could be based on your life, and when you die, it goes to the remainderment. But I just wanted you to see those scenarios and how they all work. So had a question today, and they wanted to know, could there be more than one paratrave based on more than one person's life? And, and I said, which you need to know for the real estate exam, <laughs> I'm not an attorney. You would need to ask an attorney for that information, right? We cannot give legal advice. And I told them that in the email. But I also said, just because it's a student in my class, if it had been a client, I would have just said, you need to talk to an attorney because I have no idea. But um, because this was a student, I, I told them I'm not an attorney and I, I don't know the answer to that. My presumption is you can only probably have one person. But then I explained to them about a beneficiary deed, beneficiary deed. And we use that today because the neat thing about a beneficiary deed is that it allows you to do some very cool, creative things. And I see that I'm almost at 10 minutes. So I'm going to talk about a beneficiary deed on the next podcast because I want you to subscribe and come back and listen for the next podcast this week when we will talk about a beneficiary deed. And you may want to know more about that because your loved, you and your loved ones, your mother or father, may really want to seek legal advice about having a beneficiary deed or deeds if they own more than one real estate parcel prepared or created. So we'll talk about that on the next podcast. For now, I need you to go to globalrealestateschool.com and I need you to share that on your social media. I want 2021 to be an amazing year. We have grown the school every year. I started my pre-licensed school back in 1987, but I went online in 2017 I changed the school's name from Southeast Missouri Real Estate School to Global Real Estate School. I was able to secure that domain name. And in 2017, we started our school. We had an amazing year. 2018, we surpassed that. 2019, we surpassed that number. And last year, we had the best year our school's ever had. We get great feedback and comments from students. We're doing a new update to some of the look and feel of the course. But I want to make 2021 just an amazing, outstanding year. And I need your help. So be sure and tell others about Global Real Estate School. We love referrals. Check us out on YouTube. We have some great videos there. And as always, go out and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. 
I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.